Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. You know, it was a busy weekend and also uh, last week, just a busy week, we had our, our live show on Friday night. And again, just thank you to everyone that came out. It was such a fun time. Yeah, and we do have more coming up for our afternoon mix, Summer Tour Live. We'll have details later on. But McCabe, you said something happened to you so, afterwards. Yeah. Okay. So afterwards, I go, I was like craving French onion soup. It was. I just, oh my gosh, I know, you I have know. the weirdest cravings. <laughs> Why is it always French onion soup, especially in the middle of, or the beginning of summer, I I don't know. Say. My mom tells me that when she was pregnant with me, she would eat French onion soup, so I don't know. There's just something in me. And I and there's a spot around for my place that has some good French onion soup. So I went there and I got that. And maybe like after after I finished my meal, I'd probably been there maybe 30 minutes. And these two girls come in and they sit next to me. Well, sits being a nice word. They kind of plopped next to me. As you're slurping soup? As I'm slurping soup, they <laughs> plop next to me. And you, you know when like someone, you can tell they're probably drinking because it's yeah. that messy kind of like yeah. sit down type of thing. Pretty much whenever you are drinking. <laughs> Thank you. I was mm-hmm. French onion soup for me that night. But they uh, this girl sits next to me. And then she puts her phone, her cell phone in front of my face and it has a map on there and then like a location. She's like, hey, do you know where this is? (laughs) I was like, "Um, I'm looking at the streets. I go, I think it's it's right around here. She goes, yeah, that's my that's my friend's phone. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, your friend's phone. Oh, your friend lost her phone. She's like, yeah. And I was like, 10 minutes, 10 minutes ago, I literally gave the bartender a phone. And it was because this other girl tapped me on the shoulder and she was getting like frustrated because she wanted to leave and she couldn't get the bartender's attention. So she's like, hey, can you give the phone to the bartender? I'm like, for sure. So I do it, and then uh, I hand it to the bartender, and the girls, they think, like, I saved the day. I go, yeah, I handed it over to the bartender. I didn't even move at all. Like, literally, <laughs> someone taps so me on the shoulder, and she gives me a phone. She's like, can you give this to the bartender? Someone lost it. And I'm like, okay, sure. So I give it to the bartender. Then the two girls sit next to me, and they're talking about how they lost their phone. So at this point, I go, hey, did it have, like, a two daughters on there and a woman? And they're like, oh, my God, that's our phone. That's our phone. This is the best night ever. And, I, and they start thanking me and they're like where did you find it and I'm like someone handed it to me and then it was one of those things where like t- 10 minutes later they came back up to like oh my god you found our phone it's the greatest night ever and they again they thought like I had found you it. were a hero I was a so hero that night were any of them like worthy enough to date uh, well they were all married and from <laughs> Texas so it's McCabe and Jenny with the all new afternoon mix and you might be wondering why this is called who's the bobo head because they wouldn't approve who's the m- Who's the bubble head? head? Okay, we went to dinner last night after the Pride Parade. And when it is summertime, you know, you get options of indoor or outdoor seating. And I always request outdoor seating because it's summer. We should be enjoying the weather. Why would I want to sit indoor? It's packed. It smells weird. <laughs> okay, first outdoor, off, it's just a vibe outside. First off, do you see me? I'm now I'm bright red. For one, I have pale skin, and usually I'm the guy that when we sit outside, I somehow get the seat that has all that has no shade. So I'm, I'm just sitting <laughs> in the sun, burning up. But yesterday, thankfully, it wasn't sunny out. Really, I mean, during the parade, it was, but then it kind of started to rain and get windy. 
And then the salsa gets uh, blown up on me <laughs> on the table outside. I would have rather have eaten inside. McCabe, you had salsa on your shirt because when you just eat that, it's everywhere <laughs> anyway. But we had it as an umbrella that covers the table. So a little tiny bit of rain, which stopped like after like three minutes. It didn't hurt anyone. We got to enjoy it outside. It was a nice dinner. I enjoyed it. I, I want to say, looking at your brother who was sitting there, he had a poncho on. Okay, it was raining outside. It was, it was Hey, that. a little rain never hurt anybody. <laughs> I mean, we were sitting out there sweating anyway, all just. Disgusting. So what's a little rain? But now I'm curious, when you go to eat in the summertime, do you request indoor or outdoor seating? Call us up. Who's a bubblehead? 312-233-1019. Am I the bubblehead because I like to sit outside? Or is McCabe because he's an indoor guy? <laughs> I got a menu to the head. <laughs> I am an indoor type of guy. What? I wow. uh uh, Thank you, you know, I love I love the outdoors, but when I'm dining, I kind of like the controlled environment. I don't want to sweat in my food or you know have to be fighting the wind to you know keep stuff from blowing away. So I'm uh, when I'm eating, I like the indoors. Yeah, I had menus flying across the table. The salsa once it was gone, it flipped up on my face. Like, hey, just put your cup on the menu and won't but, fly away. But that's another <laughs> oh, thing. Then, then, I, you- then you have to start placing like the fork on one end of your uh, <laughs> little paper placemat. Then I have to put a knife on the other end to hold it down. Right. And then, you know, who wants somebody else's napkin blowing onto your table? And, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, I will it take... starts combo with other groups. <laughs> yeah. Jenny, my friend, you are the bubble head. <laughs> your poor little brother, he was like on the one side of oh, the, of the table gosh. and just getting drenched. It was a little <laughs> tiny sprinkle that stopped. But on the text line, um, we've got some different opinions. Someone said definitely outside. In Chicago, you have to take the good weather when you can get it. Um, Tony said bugs. That is all. Jenny is a bubble head. Thank you. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want that stuff in your food, flying around. You're just like waving your hand everywhere. I'm Inside, sorry. air conditioning. My favorite text was actually, my girlfriend prefers outside, so that's where we sit. <laughs> well, you have to listen. <laughs> that is true. What do you think? Summer is so fleeting in the city, so I definitely want to try to sit outside as much as possible. But then at the same time, the weather can turn on a dime, so I think I'm going to go outside. And see, that's the thing. Yesterday, the weather was changing, and with the wind picking up, menus were flying around. I remember at one point, all the chips were gone and that got blown onto my lap. So I'm just sitting there with crumbs and I'm like, why can't we just sit inside? Listen, have you ever been camping? I think you don't have to be so high maintenance. You can enjoy <laughs> the outdoors. We don't get summer year round. So I'm going to be outside as much as possible. I don't know. Now when I have this pale skin now from the text line, it says here, I am more an indoor person than outdoor. Chicago is called Windy City for a reason. I don't want any box flies on my food also. Okay. It's called Windy City because of politics, not because of the actual wind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here's another one. If I want to be hot and sweaty, I would just have a picnic. No, that's like lunch meat sandwiches. You can still enjoy good food while enjoying the weather. Please let McCabe know he's the bobohead. You are the bobohead. Summer in Chicago is the best time, and I'm going to enjoy as much as I can. Mindy, let Jenny know she's the bobohead. I know you're on my side. <laughs> you are so wrong. Yes, what? Mindy, tell him why it's so much more fun to be outdoors. Because like you said, we have two months of summer, so I'm spending all of it outside if possible. I do not want to be freezing cold in the middle of the summer sitting inside. Yeah, but that's why you have a window at the restaurant. And you can just observe the beautiful day from in there. I want to be in the warmth. I yeah. look like a lobster right now because Jenny had me sitting outside <laughs> and they didn't let me sit under the little umbrella. It's called sunscreen, McCabe. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you wear some long UV sleeves and a hat? Yep. McCabe, you are 100% the bubble head. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Like, do you know what it's like to deal with, like, sunburn on the top of my head? Because you were under the umbrella, like you and your husband. Do you own any ball caps? 
I do, but... <laughs> <laughs> Busted, but someone is on your side on the text line. They said they don't want to deal with bugs and the wind and car fumes. Uh, they said they want to be comfortable inside and also feel bad for servers that have to carry stuff out through the doors. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying yesterday. I feel bad for the servers. You didn't bring Jenny. them up one time. <laughs> <laughs> if you have the option of air conditioning, I say indoors. What do you think, George? Outdoors all the way. Sorry, Woo! you can't hear the bubble head. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. I'm also a pale skin person. But man, I slather up the sunscreen and just deal with it. I'm not. Plus, if you add in if there's wind or there's flies flying around, I mean, I'd rather be inside. Maybe you should shower more if the flies are around. <laughs> You're the bubblehead, McCabe. <laughs> hey, it's McCabe. Hey, it's Jenny. And we're asking, asking for, for a, a friend. friend. Ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. It doesn't matter. Anything works. It's asking for a friend with McCabe and Jenny. Today's asking for a friend is actually. From a friend of ours <laughs> asking for a friend. Yeah, our friend wanted to ask for a friend because <laughs> he just had a friend cancel their wedding and he was like, oh my gosh, this has never happened before. How do you respond to someone who cancels their wedding? So that's basically what we're helping him out with because it is. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's very awkward and uncomfortable. It is. I mean, that is a big decision. Okay, because you've been through the planning process and actually got married. Okay, so first of all... After you got proposed to for you, like when did you start thinking about and then like planning a wedding and then you start sending things out to people, getting everyone kind of like excited for it? Well, we had a long engagement. We were engaged for two years before getting married. Okay. But I think the since we did a destination wedding, we sent it out in advance. But I think the standard to mail out your invitations is like, uh, is it three months that you do the save the dates or the invitations? Well, however it works. Um, yeah, I don't know that yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You definitely give people enough time. And, and this person, our friend, um, spent like uh, over a grand to go to this friend's wedding who just canceled it. Uh, he got a text message and basically she said marriage is um, hard for me right now and yeah, I think I mean, broke things off. So, And I do want to say like uh, it, the message was very, I thought it was well put together on how he uh, how she kind of explained it, you know. Mm-hmm. But still, I'm just sitting to myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be so hard. Like if I was with someone and then I'm like, I don't want to be with you anymore. I don't know how I would like even tell him. I'd probably just go through with the marriage and just be miserable. Yeah, but for our friend who already booked the hotel, the flight and everything, should he still go to the wedding and support his friend who just called off a wedding or do you try and get that money back? That's an expensive amount. Of no, it really is. That's why we're asking for a friend. <laughs> now, have you ever, uh, you know, had a friend cancel their wedding? One friend twice. Isn't there a movie like about that called Runaway Bride? <laughs> yes, yeah, something like that. Okay, what happened? Um, The first one uh, the groom or soon to be groom canceled the wedding because he just 
realized he didn't want to get married anymore. And it was like two weeks before the wedding. And how did you respond to your friend after that happened? Like, did you do something for her or everyone just got like a refund on hotel rooms? Did you take her out and just go party? I think we went down on the day that her wedding was supposed to be. And we like went and all got our makeup done and then went out and brought her out to the bars and got her wasted. Aww, that's so awesome. And then the second time, what happened then? So this was like another fiance that she had and she went on her bachelorette party and decided to make out with a guy there and then proceeded to keep talking to him. And then he found out because her um, messaging on her iPhone was connected to their iPad. So he found out that she messed around on her bachelorette party See, and then he called the wedding off. That's why I'm never sharing messages with anyone I date. <laughs> that's terrible. Just don't cheat on your fiance during your bachelor or bachelorette party. So I've had to buy two bridesmaids dresses, throw two bridal showers, two bachelorette parties, and I've attended all of them. <laughs> wow. Do you think she wants to be engaged again? Oh my God, not to you. <laughs> <laughs> the Afternoon Mix deal breaker drama. So basically it's about if you're a parent and you go on a first date and you don't reveal to the person that you're on the date with that you have a kid. Like 95% of people said that was a deal breaker for them because even though they don't need to meet your kid, they should always give you a heads up. Hey, I am a parent. Yeah. You got to be upfront about that because I mean, sometimes on the dating apps, like it has that on there. If you yeah. have children, if you don't have children, do you want children? Um, but so does it give you an option to hide that? You know, like how on Facebook you can hide if you're in a relationship or yeah, uh, you I'm know, sure you don't, you don't have to put that you have like a child on the app so you could leave that blank. But and I'm it, wondering if people do so that they like hook you in because some people who don't want kids, they can, that can be a turnoff for them right away. Right. Maybe they get you on the first date and then you're there and they still don't tell you until like you guys actually make a connection. Well, I don't know who's going to be more like terrified or surprised in that sense. Like what happens when I, me and the kid meet? He's going to be like, hey, what are you doing here? You know, type of thing. So, I mean, I wonder if they're upfront also like with their kids, if like if they're dating. But I guess that maybe if they're, if they're super young, then they really don't even. Right. But would it be a deal breaker for you if the person did have a kid and they didn't tell you on the first date? Like what date do you think it needs to be if not the first? Because for me, I think first date, definitely. I think that would be a thing I would want to know. I'm just wondering because if I was really into this person and then like three or four weeks in, and then they're like, oh, hey, by the way, I have uh, this is nine year old Kyle. And I'm like, oh, OK, thank you for telling me that. But and then would you just break up with the person after that? Exactly. They've already got you hooked in. That's it's, what I'm well, saying. And I mean, you're starting off the relationship with a lie. It I wasn't guess. a lie. They didn't tell the oh, truth. Oh, because they didn't tell the truth. Yeah. That's, that's why that's mm-hmm. when I'm interviewing people. If I'm about to go on a date. That's like always on my first list. Like, OK, all right, Maggie, um, how many kids do you have? <laughs> Matt, so I wanted to weigh in on your deal breaker drama. Yeah. Yes. So what do you think? If someone's not upfront about having a kid on the first date, is that a deal breaker? I would say not. As speaking from a parent's point of view, um, I'm not in the dating scene, but if I were, I, I just, I feel like as a parent, you kind of have a right to protect that kind of privacy. It's a different kind of matter. You know, you don't want people to necessarily know you have kids if you don't even know them yourself yet. Oh, that's an interesting perspective. I never thought about that. Now, if you were in the dating world, how long would you wait? until you actually did tell that person, hey, I have a son or a daughter. Maybe like second, third date, you know, really get like a feel of what kind of a person they are before I reveal to them that, I, hey, I have a kid of my own. And from the text line uh, from 847 says, that's deliberate deception and manipulation. It's an absolute deal.
deal breaker. As a single mom, why would I want to date someone who wouldn't accept me for who I am? Mm. So I guess you got to, you know, be upfront and personal or, uh, you know, that way you just you're, you're on the same page. Yeah, but I also, starting out. I also saw this text that said, I don't think the fact that you have a child needs to be revealed on the first date because it may not go beyond the first date. So I was like, oh, yeah, because they said if it does go beyond the first date, then, yes, the person needs to come clean. But the very first one, that does make sense. Like, who's to say if it continues? It does. But I feel like that still comes up in conversation when if you're out on that date, like what if you're into like, oh, do you want kids? You know that. And then they have to. That's when you come clean. Like, oh, I have I have a child. Well, you're the one who's in the dating world. So you'll have to. Uh, I'm going to go thing. ask everybody and try <laughs> yeah. this out. Should someone be upfront about having a kid on the first date? And if they didn't reveal that to you, would that be a deal breaker? So, well, I don't necessarily think that it would be a deal breaker. You got to protect your children. You don't know who you're out on a date with. You got to get to know the person first. Um, you don't want to reveal too much about your, your personal life yet on a first date. Okay. And when do you think, um, like, how many dates in do you think that that might be revealed? You know, I, I would agree maybe third or fourth around there. But what if you were just straight up asked, do you have a kid? If they actually come out and ask me, I'm not going to lie about it. And I'm going to say, yes, I do have a child, but I'd rather not talk about her at this time. And then kind of divert the conversation another way. But I got to protect my child at any cost. All right. So maybe on my next date, I won't bring up any kids. <laughs> Aren't you a big kid yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Do you tell them on your first date? Absolutely. If somebody doesn't, they're a bobo head. <laughs> and I'll tell you the reason why. I just had this situation come up with someone I know, and it wasn't told to her, and she felt very deceived by it. Also, I think somebody who doesn't say anything about their kids... Are they, like, not proud of their kids? Why waste somebody's time, even on a first date, that doesn't accept me and my family for what it is? No, I agree. I hope that someone accepts McCabe and everything he comes with. (laughs) There is a lot. I am one giant kid. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Kathy. Hey, Kathy, you familiar with Trends in 10? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, we are going to give you a trending topic, ask you to name 10 things in 10 seconds within that topic, and when you do so today, you are getting our four-pack of tickets to see Carrie Underwood September 1st at Ravinia. Awesome. All right, Kathy, do you ever watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I still have faith in you, but uh, the 20th season of The Bachelorette premieres tonight in its new time slot, which is 8 to 10 p.m. Central Time, and I'm excited because they moved it an hour later, so now I can actually catch the beginning of the episode since I'm off at seven. <laughs> but, Kathy, uh, this season will feature 25 men competing for the heart of 27-year-old Charity Lawson, who is a child and family therapist. And I would like to know, can you name 10 things you might do on a date with a partner in 10 seconds? Like 10 places you might go on a date or do as an activity? Oh, sure. All right. We'll give you a countdown in three, three. Two, one, go. Uh, The beach, a bar, a restaurant, um, the movies, a walk, um, hiking, swimming, biking. um, Time! You were so close. You got to eight. And Kathy, no matter what, you are still a winner because you are getting a pair of tickets to see Carrie Underwood September 1st at Ravinia. Oh, my God. 
gosh, you're kidding me. No, you still get a pair. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so no matter what, this week you were walking away a winner. It'll be good times. But I do love, like, uh, how excited you get when, like, there's a time change for the Bachelorette. Okay, selfishly <laughs> being off at 7 o'clock, like, I would always have to go rewind and then watch the first half hour because I wouldn't get home till around 7.30, so I would be up until late to I mean, get the episode I just want to say, like, you should have seen, like, how giddy uh, Jenny got when she was, like, researching some stuff. And she's like, oh, my gosh, the time is changing. <laughs> I feel yeah. bad for people that now have to stay up till 10. But right, right. Hey. <laughs> now, are you a Bachelor or Bachelorette fan? Like, is there one that you like more than the other? Or I think I like The Bachelor more because there's so much more drama between the girls in the house than there are during The Bachelorette with the guys. Because guys can sometimes just be like, yeah, you're my bro. You know, they're just all they broing all bro out. down. They're, like, already in the pool. <laughs> yeah. They're taking like, shots. I'm not kidding. Sometimes there's just bromances that come out of the show. And, I like, really, they're just there to party Yeah, and because when you go on those shows, there's alcohol everywhere. It's oh all supplied. God. It's like, of course, you're going to hang out. You're going to drink. Like, I bet tonight there's going to be, like, one smashed guy <laughs> who <laughs> will end up, like, getting kicked out or something. That would be McCabe if he was on the show. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019MixChicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on it too?